Chiropractic. To get up and get going, South Coast, it's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang, it's Tim Weisberg. to the Tim Weisberg Show. Brian in today for Tim. Hope you are having yourself a good morning as the sun hides. Hides underneath the clouds once again. But at least it's getting light outside. So uh, be careful when you're driving. Not that the roads are slippery, but there's a lot of sand out there. In the roads. You know, we were talking about um, using some sand to make sure you don't slip. But at the same time, you can also slip on on some sand. I guess no matter what you do, whether you're walking or running or on pavement, barefoot, you know, barefoot, you might have to watch out for pieces of glass. By the way, isn't glass made out of sand? So sand is also sharp. Boy, we can't do anything anymore. Our quote of the day, one day if I go to heaven, I'll look around and I'll say, it ain't bad, but it ain't San Francisco. That quote from former San Francisco Chronicle columnist Herb Kane. He was around for the longest time and he was really he was really good at what he did. If you ever ever had the chance to read one of his articles, I'm sure uh, he he might get turned off. He might not necessarily agree with his opinions, but he could really write one out for you. 508-996-0500 Thank you for your patience, and good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Brian. You know, uh, maybe you can play the theme song, uh, Walk, Walk a Texas Ranger. I used Walk to watch a that Texas one. Ranger. Yeah. Well, oh, the Walker, border. Texas Ranger. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Chuck Norris. Yo, I Chuck know. Norris. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm watching the Chuck Norris commercials lately. He's uh, talking about how he's still staying fit and trim in his 80s. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's looking all right for an old guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, play that theme because of all that's going on at the southern border. So uh, all that's going on in that part of Texas, all that's not yeah, going well, on like on Eagle the southern Pass, border. E- Eagle Pass, Texas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're going to have a, a big uh, Democrat uh, activist uh, was reported. Uh, they're going to be uh, getting together right there where all the national Texas National Guard is, where they have all uh, the fencing. And they wanted to uh, picnic. They wanted to put a tent because that's a public park. Who's going to put uh, a tent there? At. Who's going to put a tent there? Uh, it's some. Um, uh, it's. it's uh, she's a teacher, Texas teacher, Mexican descent. Uh, she went down there and uh, trying to give the Texas Rangers a hard time. She wants to get fifty activists to go and camp out there and have a picnic. Oh, I'm so sure she she'll says. be able to do it. Oh, look, I, yeah. I'm, I'm sure she'll be able to do. Texas has a lot of. A lot of folks that have come across that border. So I'm sure 50 people, that's not a lot. 
I'm sure there are more border agents down there in, in Texas Rangers than, than 50 people that she could muster up. Well, she claims that uh, the people there in Eagle Pass don't want the National Guard there, that they're against the governor, uh, Greg Abbott, uh, a military presence. And uh, she wants the border open so the Mex- Mexicans and everybody else from 150 countries can keep coming through like a sieve. So she's going to a counter-protest uh, to the uh, Freedom Convoy that's uh, going to be meeting down there at the uh, same place. Well, she better watch her back. Yeah, well, she says she's concerned for the for those coming over because they can drown in the, the Rio Grande. She claims that I guess uh, they're they not could. being helped. Uh, but you know what? They, they, they're still going in the water. If, if, if the Border Patrol, if that barbed wire wasn't there, they could still drown in the Rio Grande. Well, they could. Well, yeah. They still have uh, border patrollers still in their, uh, their boats going up and down doing their patrol. They're still going up and down. But she claims that people are drowning because they're not being helped mm. by the National Guard and uh, the border her? patrol. Do you believe No, her? I don't. Yeah. I think she's full of crap. Yeah. Look, I, 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 I'm sure people have drowned. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's happened. But right. then I would sit here and say, well... Were they a good swimmer? Should they have even been trying to get go across? Never mind trying to seek freedom or whatever they're really trying to do. Uh, some people should not be jumping in that water. Uh, well, you would think some of them would use hand gliders, you know, to <laughs> come over. You know, it's I, you just know, ridiculous. You know what, though? It, it, what? As ridiculous as you say that, there are people using hand gliders and whatnot to cross into the United States. Yeah, well, one doubt it. It's oh, just not getting. It's not, not getting coverage. It's not it's getting, not getting coverage. news coverage. And uh, it, that's uh, that's why I I pointed you at the beginning back to that one section of Texas. If you look up by El Paso, Texas, which is on the uh, Suarez, and what is the other one? And um, and and New Mexico border right there. The the three corners. Right. That they're they're not ha- they they have a lot of gunplay going on in that area, but they're not having the border crossing problems uh, like like what they're trying to do down at Eagle Pass. And well, there's there's a problem Eagle Pass, Del Rio, Texas, and Brownsville. You know, this is a big problem. Well, I, 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 I think make- it's a big problem down there, but you, you don't hear anything going on in New Mexico. Uh, scant uh, about Arizona, nothing. Uh, to try to stop anything happening in California. So, oh, yeah, so what do we do? A, California is a big problem, too. They're oh, coming I, in, I, too. I know they're coming in, but the Californians aren't going down there trying to stop folks from coming in. That's well, Gavin Newsom at. is, is uh, you know, he's, uh, uh, he's part of the rank and file of the Democrats. He's not going to go against uh, Uncle Joe. He, they're going to peddle the same agenda because... You know, birds of a feather, dirty birds of a feather hang together. <laughs> That's a good one. Dirty birds right. of a feather. All right, Brian, keep up the good work as always. Thank you. I appreciate the call. Let us continue. 508-996-0500. Hello. Hello, Brian. Hello, Brian. I'm here. Can you hear me? I hear you very well. Yeah. Oh, good. This is Lars. I own Sleep Fisheries in New Bedford. And, uh, and Lars, I'm you know me too. I know. Oh, okay. I'm in the, I'm in Antarctica. What are you doing up there? And I down there. Well, I should down say. there. Yeah. Well, 
just uh, on an expedition on a ship called the Viking Polaris. Is that one of yours? And no, 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 no. No, it's a be- beautiful big ship, and uh, they have uh, cruises going there now. And I just said, oh, let me give WBSM a call. I don't know if they've ever had a call from uh, Antarctica. I don't, Lars, I don't. <laughs> Last time I talked to you, was on a regular telephone. <laughs> wow. So I got to ask, what's the weather like? Same temperature. Really? It's th- it's summer here. Oh, that's right, it's too. 35 yeah. degrees right Yeah. Now. Yeah. So yeah, at the part of Antarctica that you, are you in uh, what would still be our hemisphere? Or are you more toward the African hemisphere or where, whereabouts down there in the South Well, Pole? we're in the north, uh, northeast part of uh, Antarctica. Yeah. We came out of uh, southern uh uh, what the hell was that? We were in Chile, then we came out of southern uh, uh, Argentina. Wow. And now we've been two days uh, uh, steaming south. So when you say steaming, you're not looking for steamers? No, no, no. <laughs> steaming, we're cruising. Yeah, I got it. I cruising like 20 knots, yeah. Yeah. So are are you getting off at all? Or are you just going to stay on 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 board the whole? It's like a oh yeah, you're you on get vacation. Off, they have uh, zodiacs. They have zodiacs. They have um, some boats like the Navy SEALs have, and they have two submarines. And uh, yeah, you're going to hang here for about five six days, and then head back to Argentina. Wow! And are you staying in Argentina for? Uh, their summer, our winter, or what? What's your plan? Are you, when are you coming back to to uh, Fisherman's Marketing Company? Well, we'll be back in Florida here in a couple weeks, and then we'll probably be up to New Bedford uh, a couple weeks after that. All right. Well, I I hope to see you at one of one of your restaurants. Yeah, and we'll be opening that new fish market here in a few weeks. Uh, you know, it's going to be next to Fathoms. And we're trying to make it the wow factor. So give, when uh, you say next to Fathoms, are you um, what in in the in the same building that uh, was right next? That's right next to you. The the uh, sporting goods place, right? Really? Yeah, it used to be a, a bait and tackle shop. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we took it over about six months ago, and we've been rehabbing it, and um, we'll be opening it in a few weeks. Really, that's and that's we're excellent. The market from the south end to uh, to there, uh, and it should be good. So, when you moved the one from the south end, the, what, the thing I liked about down down at Fisherman's Market, as I'm going to call it, is the fact that uh, you were open, only open certain days because you were trying to keep it more wholesale. Are you going to go total retail when you when you move up next to Fathoms? No, the prices will be similar. They might be a tiny bit higher because of the location, more expensive. And we're going to try to probably... Monday, Tuesday's not good days for selling seafood. You know, it's kind of you're up, you're open, and you're not doing too much. So uh, we'll probably try to keep the same hours, a little longer hours on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's okay. Should be good. I, I, I look forward to it. Well, thanks for calling. I really appreciate it. All right. All right. Have a good day. You too, Lars.
Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. You know, in my, in my broadcasting career, I used to work in Seattle about uh, 40 years ago, thereabouts, a little bit less. And I was doing a show. And I got a call from Nome, Alaska. A guy wanted a request for a, for a song. And I thought, Nome, who was who listening to me in Nome, Alaska? Radio station was a blowtorch, 100,000 watts. And so, you know, I, <laughs> I said, next song, you got it. I never in my life thought I would get a call from Antarctica. And I believe it because that's Lars. Wow. You just never know. That's the power of WBSM. Yeah, we are mediocre. I'm Brian in for Tim today. Tim is colossal. And he'll be back on Monday. On uh, yesterday, I was doing a little shopping and somebody recognized me at the store and they were talking about yesterday's show and they said, uh, very good. They, but they wondered, they wondered my, my feelings about the impeachment proceedings going on in Washington, the, the House moving forward with uh, impeachment on Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas. And I said, you know... I'm really not paying that much attention to it. And, and he responded, he goes, why? And he said, I, I know you're not liking exactly what's going on down at the border. I said, no, I'm not liking it. But quite frankly, it's the same thing that I said about Trump. I said, this is not going to go anywhere. It might pass in the House, but it's dead on arrival in the Senate. They'll they'll never get uh, the two-thirds majority vote to impeach him. Plus, I said, you may not like the way he's handling the situation, but he hasn't committed what they call high crimes and misdemeanors. So I'm looking at it as this is just another tit for tat. This is the Republicans getting back at the Democrats for what they did to Trump. Uh, It it just is more chaos going on. So I I say this to you, that's my feeling on it. If you are inclined to talk about it, you're more than welcome to do so at 508-996-0500. My opinion isn't really going to change and ask yourself ask yourself do you think that your congressman is going to vote to impeach Secretary Mayorkas I don't think anybody in the Massachusetts delegation is going to vote to impeach him Now, it might be it's all on Democratic Party lines, and I get it. I get it. But it goes to the heart of the the whole situation. A lot of the stuff is done on party lines. And what do you think, you know, let's say the House passes it. 
It'll be by a slim margin, but let's say the House passes uh, the impeachment. Then it moves on to the U.S. Senate. Who controls the Senate? Who controls the U.S. Senate? The Republicans or the Democrats? Never mind needing to have 66 votes. The Democrats have the majority vote the way it is. Worst case scenario, the vice president comes in and who do you think she's going to vote for? So I don't see that. I, I just see this as a lot of bickering going on back and forth. Is it helping the situation at the border? No. And let's, you know, for the sake of conversation, Mayorkas gets impeached. Let's and and then gets convicted. Well, who gets to choose the next Homeland Security Secretary? The guy who you really want to point the finger at in the first place, President Biden. Shouldn't the impeachment proceedings be against him? Instead of Mayorkas? Or is Mayorkas just an easy target at this particular... Who, who impeaches the Homeland Security Secretary? I, the position hasn't been around that long. But think about it. Who goes after the Homeland Security Secretary? House Republicans. They know this thing isn't going anywhere, but they are grandstanding. They're looking, look, they have to look as hard as the Democrats do for votes this coming, this coming November. That's what they're looking at. They know this is dead on arrival, but they're going to try to push it. Why? Because there are people that are, that are foolish enough. They say, oh, yeah, good idea. Border sucks right now. Yeah, it does. But impeaching Mayorkas, or at least making the attempt to do it, isn't going to change a darn thing. And you know that. But it makes you feel good. And that's part part of our problem, our collective problem. We'd rather feel good than really making sure that folks are doing good. Doing not only good, but doing right. Doing correct. Being constitutional. So, if if you want to talk about it, if, if, if you want to try to convince me that impeaching Mayorkas is the right thing to do, by all means, I'll listen. But never say never, but I don't think that you really have a chance in Haiti at, at changing my opinion. But more to the point, I think you know better. In fact, I know you know better. You know that even if this gets out of the House of Representatives, that it's not going to pass in the Senate. Then what? 
then what are you going to do? You're going to uh, kick back and say, well, we, we've got Trump. This election season is going to be something else. By the way, I, I don't have the answer to this question. Maybe you do. And I'll ask it and then we'll go over to Phil Devitt in Studio 6 and 7 eighths to hear what he has to say as far as our next update. But I was thinking about this and I'm not going to use a particular president. But let's say a president is elected. Doesn't have to be the 2024 election. But a president is elected. In fact, why don't, I, why don't we do this? Why don't we say it's 2032 President Shashimi is elected. During the transition period, something happens to Shashimi. And Shashimi becomes incapacitated and come January 20th is unable to take the oath of office. What happens next? Who is the person that will be sworn in on January 20th. Will it be Phil Devitt? I don't think so. But let's go over to Studio 6 to 7 eights and see what he has to say. Good morning, Brian. Good well, morning, Mr. President. Thank you very much. Henceforth. Uh, well, the House <laughs> is passing a $78 billion tax package that includes an expanded child tax credit. It will now head to the Senate, although the path for it is unclear. While it has bipartisan support, hurdles such as liberal Democrats who oppose the business tax breaks and some Republicans who have problems with the child tax credit policy, it'll need 60 votes to pass the Democratic-led Senate. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg has apologized directly to the parents of children who were harmed by social media. The moment came during a Senate hearing about online child safety Wednesday. Republican Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri called on Zuckerberg to apologize to the family sitting directly behind him. Zuckerberg then stood up, turned around, and addressed the parents and said in part, quote, I'm sorry for everything you have all been through and added his company is working on efforts to make sure no one has to go through the things those families had to suffer. Three people are dead and nine injured, some of them critically after a building collapsed in Idaho. Police say a 39,000 square foot steel hangar that was under construction near the Boise Airport collapsed Wednesday, leading to multiple victims. Authorities are not sure yet what caused the building to collapse. The Federal Reserve is holding interest rates steady. The central bank announced Wednesday that it was keeping rates at their current levels because of improving consumer confidence and a declining inflation rate. The decision delays any rate cuts to later in the year. The Fed will meet again in March. President Biden is set to attend the National Prayer Breakfast in Washington, D.C. this morning. The breakfast is organized by a nonprofit group called the National Prayer Breakfast Foundation, which says all faiths are welcome. Every president since Dwight Eisenhower in 1953 has attended the annual breakfast. Hulu is going to start banning password sharing. The streaming service notified customers Wednesday that it will ban people sharing accounts outside of a household starting in March. Netflix started doing the same thing last year, and despite fears of losing subscribers, the service has apparently seen subscriber growth. Please open the door, nothing is different, we've been here before. And you are hearing Billy Joel's first new pop song in a couple of decades. Turn the Lights Back On debuted minutes ago. Billy says his meeting with songwriter Freddie Wexler led him into the studio. This is some kind of, you know, fate. 
mm-hmm. something is going on. What, what's happening here? It was this cosmic experience. Joel also says he'll perform his new song at his residency at Madison Square Garden, which ends its 10-year run in July. Meantime, Joel will perform at the Grammy Awards this Sunday. He's a busy guy. Turning now to the South Coast, closing arguments expected today in the trial of Fall River Police Officer Nicholas Hoare. He's a fifth-generation police officer in Fall River, and he's accused of covering up use of excessive force on a man in police custody a few years ago. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Boston Celtics play the Los Angeles Lakers at TD Garden tonight at 7.30. Now we head to the ABC6 Weather Center for a look at your Thursday forecast. We're seeing a little bit of fog out there under cloudy skies or better yet, overcast skies. Temperatures in the mid-30s as we head into the afternoon. Gray skies will prevail and the temperature heading to a few degrees above average in the low 40s. Overnight tonight, the clouds will continue with a slight chance for some rain overnight. And then as we head into Friday morning, we could be seeing a little bit of snow changing over to rain. Temperatures in the low 40s. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Time to sit around and wait on the phone while you're getting up and getting ready? Send Tim a text using app chat on the WBSM app. Now, back to the Tim Weisberg Show. What? How you living? What? How you living? Tim Weisberg show in living color. Uh, one of the big shows in, in well, I think it was what? 1992, 93, 94 in that area. One of the shows featured on a Thursday night. 508-996-0500. And so, you know, the, the story out of the Middle East, uh, dealing with the drone attack. It has so many twists and turns. It really makes you wonder, who do you want to believe now? And we, we are left with believing a lot of people that, in general, we don't really believe in anyway. So the latest dealing with the drone attack, uh, again, Coming from the Defense Department, National Security, uh, John Kirby, uh, in particular speaking, the group to blame for the suicide drone attack. Why do we call it what it is? The unmanned drone 
attack. Isn't that what a drone is? Nobody's in a drone, right? Drones are unmanned or unwoman, unpersoned. Anyway, the group to blame apparently is called Islamic Resistance in Iraq. Part of the umbrella group tied to Iran. Okay, so they're they're tied to Iran. And um, we hear that whatever the retaliation is going to be, it's going to be more than once. Multiple targets. uh, We heard that yesterday. So nothing has really changed as far as that's concerned. But Islamic resistance in Iraq. Apparently, they're fighting U.S. troops still being in Iraq. Which begs the question, why are we still in Iraq? And nobody's been able to answer the question, why do we, why do we have to have such close ties to Syria? And this uh, whole Base 22 or Tower 22, whatever it is, uh, that story even changes back and forth. The United States government, anyway, is sticking to its story that the drone attack did happen in Jordan. The Jordanian officials. Again, depends on who you want to believe. The truth is one of the first things that gets lost in these battles. Jordanian officials are stepping back from saying it was not an attack in Jordan because they apparently don't want other forces within the Arab world knowing that the United States has such a large presence in their country given what's going on with Israel in Gaza. So I kind of get it. But at the same time, it's not like folks don't know. The, the United States spent millions and millions of dollars to upgrade the airfield in, uh, in, in Jordan. So folks know that we've been dumping money. Maybe you didn't know. We've been dumping money into Jordan, dumping money into Syria, dumping money into Iraq. Of course, and please, I, I, I do know, yes, we also dumped money into Iran. We're good at throwing our tax dollars around. We can help everybody else out. And you, you know how I feel about tax dollars, but hell, if, if you're going to spend folks' money, our money, our tax dollars, at least spend it on us. Is that asking too much? Are we the dog meat of the world that you can't take care of your own country? None of these Congress people are hurting. None of them. And so they, they bicker back and forth. They talk about uh, let's let's go after Secretary Mayorkas. Let's let's see what we can do with that. Let's throw that bait out and and let people gobble up on it. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. I do appreciate your patience as I 
Babylon and Babylon and Babylon. Hello. As long as you ain't living in Babylon, you'll be fine. <laughs> you know, I, I finally, so jo- I was waiting in that first 24 hours. What does Jordan have to say about this? And then click, 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 click. And now all of a sudden they're saying, no, of course. We've been there for nine years. Yeah, We've that. had consultants, engineers, intelligence, listening stations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and, they and you know what? Some of them, from what I hear, some of them are also helping uh, people that have left ISIS to try to help ISIS topple the the Assad regime in Syria. What the hell are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? We're back to like all these other players, and then in turn, they're hating us. And what one crazy, it's almost like I'm looking at, I get it all on my table, the game of Risk. Yeah. Remember that old oh, game? Oh, yeah, that's a great game. All of the, and, and it's like that's going on there. <laughs> which, and, which world are and, you taking over now? Oh, lately, I've been focusing on Europe myself, in Scottish and Celtic. So, yeah, <laughs> kind of going to my home base. And America, North America, I got pretty good. Canada, eh. What? Yeah, I don't Japan, know. Japan, I've been thinking about Japan. I'm thinking, like, the next time my friends come over, I'm going to go for Japan. Why, you want sushi? Is that what you're going for? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, so tomorrow. Yes. That's Cody Phil, right, down in Pennsylvania. I know it'd be last minute, but what if we had some listeners or those little pop-up tents, get a couple of sponsors, and I'll show up in old clothes, I'll face east, then I'll face west, and see if I see my shadow. What do you think? I, you know I what I think? I before Tim had his operation, though. <laughs> I, you know, that would have been good. Tim would have been a good Puxatani film. This week, and I was like, a couple of my friends said it to me because they, they, they joke around me about that. Especially when I used to be fishing, commercial fishing, and a few times I was actually out on sea. So Captain would say, go up on the bow, let's see if you see your shadow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, day, I had right? a partner. On a foggy day, did I see my shadow? <laughs> I had a partner in uh, Monterey, California, and he decided that for Groundhog Day, he wanted to have the station build a little hole in the yard and he was going to broadcast a show from there. And he wanted me to be in there broadcasting with them. And I said, you're not getting me in there. you you, you got to be kidding me. But to his credit, he did the whole show from in there. And uh, the one of the big trade magazines actually came by and did a story on it. I, I would I would get an excavation company, pull the permits, make it safe, of course, put something in it that surrounds like, like a... One of those long, big four by four, like um, concrete, um, whatever they call it, for waters and all that, right? Yeah. So it's safe. But yeah, that that would be really cool if it was planned out right. Yeah. Maybe well, next year I'll mention to the station three or four months before and we'll see what we can do. Well, uh, this, I as think as good this guy. Besides, I should still be here on, on this earth. <laughs> well, of course you will be. Or you can. Oh, and, I'm going to live my whole and, family. I was telling my family two weeks ago. <laughs> I've lost. 17 pounds since last August. And wow. I lost weight during the holiday. Are you trying to? Yes, working on it. Okay, Absolutely. well, then, 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 then I'm it's taking worth less it. blood pressure medication, no more diabetes medication, just really working on it. Good for you. Glad to hear I it. I intend to be around in my 80s and aggravate as many people as I can. Same That's here. I, I've been going through Tim Weisberg withdrawals, man. 
I'm going to pick on him like in a week and a half. I am like really freaking out. Well, hold on. Monday, he's, I've, I've been he's trying expected to pick on other back. People. I went to a restaurant this morning. They weren't buying it. <laughs> but Tim, all right, he's fair game. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll pick on him first thing Monday. I'll be like his second or third caller. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate Always it. Always a pleasure. Bye-bye. Have a good one. 508 996 right, Guy reminded me of our quote of the day. One day... If you go to heaven, I'll look around. Actually, it's if I go to heaven, I'll look around and say, it ain't bad, but it ain't San Francisco. Herb Cain, San Francisco colonist extraordinaire. <laughs> About the sand, I want to thank Anthony, uh, who um, sent me a message. He says that there is a pile of sand over at the New Bedford City Yard on Liberty Street. And then he adds at the end, he believes it might be illegal to take sand from the beach. Isn't that amazing? How many people take sand from the beach? And yet, for safety reasons, you, you know, which would have been my reason for doing, case, yeah, look, you might just be tuning in. Yesterday, I got a call from a woman who says that she uses some sand that she carries in her pocketbook. And she'll park as close to wherever her destination is. And if it's icy out, she will sprinkle some sand in front of her so she can walk on the sand and not slip on the ice. Makes perfectly good sense. In fact, I thought, well, maybe I should get some sand myself. So I went out looking for sand yesterday, and I did not drive by the city yard, which certainly makes 100% good sense, but I didn't do that. However, apparently there's some sand over there. Uh, I did go by a beach in uh, South Dartmouth, pretty close to the New Bedford line, and I said, well, I could just take a little sand from here but well I won't do it if it's illegal plus I know where I can get some for free now not bad 508-996-0500 thank you thank you Anthony for that uh, for that tip I was bringing up and I still want to go down this road because I have been hearing I don't know what is really going to happen. But apparently, Israel has offered up yet another agreement to try to end the fighting that's going on. I find this very interesting because a lot of people believe that Israel is winning the war the way that they're pounding back and forth at Hamas. But it's Israel that is retreating out of the area. And it's Israel who has been putting proposal after proposal. I believe this will be their third proposal to try to quell the fighting. And I say quell because that term ceasefire is, um, it's, a, it's a tricky word to use. The last proposal that has been brokered between Qatar and um, 
the CIA and Mossad and some other group that's acting on behalf of of Hamas calls for a two month six fire a ceasefire. There would be some prisoners that Israel is holding swapped out for some of the hostages. No particular numbers have been given at this particular time. Hamas is holding out because there was one proposal that Israel submitted where Hamas would get free passage to, to, to leave the Gaza. And it's apparent to Israel that Hamas doesn't want to leave, but what they really haven't figured out is that the Palestinians don't want them to leave. And so, Israel finds itself back at the drawing board coming up with yet another plan. Now, again, one of the things that I believe Hamas is still holding out for is they want nation statehood. And they also want a permanent ceasefire, not 45 days, not two months. They want a permanent ceasefire. Which is interesting when you think about how most people are saying how Hamas has been the aggressor, how Hamas is looking for from the river to the sea. Well, Israel has been using that quote ad nauseum over the past 30 days or so. So it's interesting. Oh, and by the way, from what I understand, if things work out, Netanyahu, he's, his neck is going to be saved through all of this. It's a really tricky thing. And, I, you know, I, I think if Hamas would be fine with, with Neti staying there as long as they're not bothering Gaza or, or the Palestinians anymore, but I just find it interesting all of the all of the talk about uh, Netanyahu being ousted even before October seventh, and now he could be brokering a deal where he saves his skinny little neck. Do for us, according to a report by Triple A, most of us, six out of ten of us, are not safe. Drivers, We either speed, we drive aggressively, or distracted drivers. How many times have you seen somebody with that cell phone? In Massachusetts, crashes, 27% of fatal crashes were speeding related. Yet when you talk to the drivers, fewer drivers perceive speeding as dangerous. Yeah, sometimes I get up there 70, 75, 79 miles per hour. I think I'm just cruising along. Fewer drivers think that people close to them would disapprove of speeding. A woman friend doesn't like it, that's for sure. More drivers admit to engaging in speeding. I'm admitting it. 